The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. In a poem that might help. The road of life was bright, it stretched before my sight. The Lord was at my side to be my friend and guide, and so I started out. But then the sky grew dark, and the road grew steep and stark. Rocks and ruts cut my feet. My legs grew sore and weak. I scarce could travel on. I turned and cried, my Lord, why this pain? Why this plight? Why these ruts? Why these rocks? Why this darkness? Where is the light? I cannot carry on. The Lord replied, my child, why this fear? Why this fright? Where's your faith? Where's your trust? Love chose this road for you. Just trust and travel on. This anonymous poet gives us a challenge for today. Lord, increase our faith, we say. We need faith, of course. But that word can be so empty. It's a void of meaning. Faith in what? Faith in whom? And faith, I'd propose, displayed how? Pope Pius V prayed through the night, rosary beads in hand, on that October day back in 1571. He knew how significant the next day's naval battle was going to be. It was going to be huge. Yes, the largest battle since classical antiquity with over 400 warships in the west side of Greece, the battle we know as Lepanto. It was the turning point to slowing the Ottoman Turks from taking over Western Europe. And it was also that which led to the freedom of over 12,000 Christian slaves, included among them one that we know by the name of Cervantes, the author of Don Quixote. All with, at least according to Pope St. Pius V, the intercession of Our Lady, Our Lady of Victory, or as we now know her, Our Lady of the Rosary. It's now been 450 full years, and we still mark the anniversary of that battle on the 7th of October each year. The rosary had been around for centuries before, but that day, Pope Pius announced, would be known as Our Lady of the Rosary, this month dedicated to the rosary. And I can't recommend it enough as your pastor. I thank the folks who gather each Saturday afternoon and pray the rosary for life before, before the Saturday evening Mass. Those that come on Tuesday afternoons for adoration when we have a, a rosary, and those for whom it's just become a regular part of your life. One spiritual writer speaks of it like being a lasso that Our Lady uses to draw, to draw us into heaven, or like a, a lifeline sharing grace. I hope you know all those prayers, those Hail Marys and Our Fathers, 
represented by the beads of the rosary. They're good in and of themselves, but just focusing on those makes us sound like, well, the unprofitable servants. It's good, that's what we do, but there's so much more depth. Those prayers are to be the the background music, if you will, of meditation on what we call the mysteries of the rosary. Case in point, the gospel today tells us of that absurd scenario of a master coming in from the fields and telling his servants to to rest for a bit and, and he would take off his outer garment and put on an apron and, and serve them. How absurd. Until you reflect on the fifth luminous mystery in the institution of the Eucharist at the Last Supper when our Lord, our Master, did that very same thing. He took off his cloak, he put on that apron, and he served. He served the apostles. He served us washing their feet, giving them the food, the bread of life, and the chalice of salvation. The witness is huge through the, through the centuries. On a personal note, it, it was huge for me when I was growing up, probably junior high, when I realized in my father's work truck, I was just getting to the point where I was wanting to explore trucks, and uh, much to my surprise, Right in the little console in Dad's truck was his rosary beads. Dad was not a very outwardly pious man, but that, but that was a part of his, his daily life, was witnessed, not by what he said, but by what he did. And you don't have to go to my father or 500 years back. In fact, just on Wednesday, when we were having the... Uh, the Day of Mercy, that, that day long of confessions, that last hour, the 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., I normally had some free time in the, the midst of that hour. So I was doing a, a rosary at that point and even walking about the chapel to uh, keep myself from falling asleep. And as I was doing so, I was praying for somebody in particular who's, um, let's say, a friend of mine, but is not Catholic and was asking some, some darn good questions. Well, don't you know, I get to the last Hail Mary of the Rosary, and my eyes fall down on one of the, the books that's there in the bookshelf. Something just told me to, to pick it up. Don't you know, right there, in the introduction of that book, was stuff that she was, um, see, she was searching out. I gave the, the book to her this week, and tell you now the, the witness of the Rosary, that, that lasso. Some would say it was just a coincidence, but I don't buy it, because we keep walking. Not just in little chapels, but we keep walking through the days of our life. We keep walking for what is important to us. Just flip through the paper today, on the front page, breast cancer, the second uh, section, the, the rights of indigenous people, or open your bulletin and see the the walk today of the the life chain in Potsdam, that pause of life in this Respect Life Month. What we hold dear to us needs to be cherished, needs to be cared for. So we keep walking. As the poet said, through those ruts and through those rocks, 
but always doing so with faith in our Lord. So I challenge you, in the midst of your walk this week, in particular during this month, to walk with Our Lady of the Rosary. If, you, if you've never prayed a rosary, this is, this is your time. And if you have already, to make it a regular, a regular part of your life. When Mary appeared to the children in Fatima, Portugal, way back in 1917, she made it very clear that they were to pray a rosary each day. And she, they invited, she invited them to share that message with us for peace, for healing, for happiness, even for little ones who aren't feeling it so much these days. For it's, it's hard to do so. It's hard to do so not because of the distractions of, of children, but the distractions of life. There's so many, so many distractions that plague us today. But... Never so much that those beads of Our Lady that are so small, like the mustard seeds of the Gospel, can lead us into great things, into a great relationship, into those great mysteries, so that we can walk all the way to the peace of the Lord.